welcome to another episode of Be, Do, Have, Get More Out of Life. I am your host, Jay Hall. Thank you for joining me today. Today's episode is Get It Out the Mud, How to Make Do with What You Have in Life Today. My guest today whew, is a man, a veteran of the NFL, played nearly a decade across five seasons. My childhood friend since, the, what, 16, 15? Mr. Titus Ryan. Hey, what's How you going doing? on, Jake? What's going on? Man, we've been, uh, we've been meaning to do this one for a minute. Yeah. Well, what better time than now? Yes, sir. So uh, a little background on Titus. Uh, man. Tell me about where you're from and uh, how you started to, uh, you know, what, when did you ultimately decide that football was the game you wanted to play? Well, where I'm from is Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know, sweet home Alabama, roll tie for those fans. Duh. Yes, sir. And as far as football, it's kind of a crazy story to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, you know, I played a little – a uh, little bit of Lily here and there, like, uh, what, second grade, didn't play, really didn't like football, I didn't like getting hit, and uh, <laughs> I think I tried again, like, fifth grade, it was okay, didn't play for real, then seventh grade, I played again, fairly decent, but then it was just like, strictly basketball from there, until I got to uh, County High, and was presented this opportunity to go play some ball. Right, right. Kind of just jumped, kind of just jumped on it, man, and you know everything just took off from there. So, man, that's something right there, cause uh, that's how it really started for me. That's good stuff, man. Cause a lot of people, uh, a lot of everybody plays a little little league, uh, getting hit, having yeah. somebody run straight up into you, blast you. To, it can definitely <laughs> yeah. uh, set you sideways. So the story been... is I cried my first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. I hung it up uh, after a couple seasons of little league, and then had to uh, just. I just said, "Football, I'll see you down the road." That's true. That's true. So in high school, um, let's break it down. Me and high, me and uh, Titus both went to Tuscaloosa County High School in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It don't get much right. more Tuscaloosa. Now That's you real. didn't play. You didn't play any football ninth grade and tenth grade, right? Not at all. Not at all. I tried basketball in ninth grade and uh, didn't have the grades. And then uh, we ended up moving from Central, the city school system, over to County High, which is the county school system. And uh, like I said, I was going to play basketball there as well. But uh, unfortunately, something happened. So, kind of broke the rules. Broke the rules, you know man. Huh? Yeah, you know how that goes. So. <laughs> Did always uh, always some rules. Uh, yeah, that's true. You gotta abide uh, by. <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes the, the rules can be a little. You know, you gotta you gotta break the rules, not the law, but the rules. Um, yeah, I think we talked about. Uh, <clears throat> it was probably a coach uh, down in the south. I believe the coach didn't like people wearing earrings or something like that. Was that something like that? Yeah, that's exactly what happened with me. <laughs> Titus yeah, was shining on him. He was walking around high school just. Ear just shining on them. Yeah, at least, it, but you know, right? <laughs> it didn't. It didn't solve anything. It didn't help at all. Coach couldn't help it. He couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. It just, man. 
So you play. Yeah, but also teach you to listen too, though. So. <laughs> right. Right. Always a teachable, teachable moment, man. Um, uh -huh. So then, you found your way into playing your eleventh grade year uh, as a rookie, a high school rookie, we'll say. Right. And what was uh? Tell me about that year. Mind blowing, you know. Uh, <laughs> it was mind blowing to me because I didn't, I didn't really see myself playing football, and to do some of the things I did, I didn't know I had that much talent, you know. I mean, uh, hmm. I used to be into, I used to be into things like flipping, playing basketball, you know. <laughs> but when it came to football, you know, like I said, that, that really wasn't that really wasn't my thing. So when I first I tell you what, my first game, put it like this, my first game, I had 12 carries, 144 yards, three touchdowns. Damn. Then come back the second game, I had like 235 all-purpose yards, uh, like three touchdowns. I'm not, I can't really remember how many carries I had in the third game. Same thing, like 100-some yards, maybe like 150 yards, three touchdowns. Like, <laughs> I was just like, man, where, where's all this coming from? But of course, you know, it's a team sport, so I couldn't have done it without, you know, the team as well. Absolutely, man. Uh, yeah. You know, with football, it is, you know, it is the ultimate team game. You got 11 on 11. But uh, there is something right. to be said where during four quarters, where it is a different ball game when you are, regardless of position, the best athlete on the field. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. straight up. And uh, you know you can run away from a. Just run away. One thing to run away from one people, you can run away from uh, eleven people. That's a. That's a game changer. <laughs> but uh, huge season. So. The, tr the the best part about this is that I was the, you know, being high school, uh, classmates and homeboys, playing around and eating pizza and playing video games on the weekend. I was able to have a front row seat. <laughs> to the to the show, yeah. that Titus Ryan was, right. uh, was blessing us with. Now the crazy thing was, was I remember, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember back when it was just basketball, and you know it wasn't, uh, it was pretty much a regular in the South, you know, just a uh, little bit of this, a little outside, little janking in a circle, throwing a football. Now once you started putting up these numbers on the field, once once uh people started seeing you play and just create, you know, two hundred yards rushing on just so few carries, went did what was it like when schools, when colleges? started to uh, approach you with it was you just get random text messages i know matter of fact that was probably before text messages so how was yeah, that yeah how was that for you for me it was unexpected a little overwhelming because like you said just being regular kids you know not really known by many people you know just your community or whatnot but uh they had different people from you know all over the country reaching out to you <laughs> showing interest in you know in something such as football, it was a bit much for me because growing up, I didn't know anybody that that was ever in that position. You know, they ever graduated high school. Well, let's just say my family, I was the first male to graduate high school. So mm. I never really mm. knew anybody beforehand that ever, you know, played high school ball and then went to the next level. So I, I never knew how that process went, you know what I'm saying, or, or knew anybody that had been through that process. Mm-hmm. for me, you know, I, I, I've always been like a 
a reserved individual. So to have all this attention on me, I really, it made me uncomfortable, but I also knew it was something I had to embrace as well because I was doing something that was right. So. Right. It's like, uh, you know, the, when it comes to humanity, the, the it's the fear of the unknown sometimes. That's true. Is at the at the front of our mind. That's true. We we think of we think Very of true. about a thousand scenarios and we just react to them. Yeah. But like you said, it was That's part life. of the uh, it was part of the process, and you know that you had to uh, embrace the, you know just uh, have relationships and start to start and develop. Is dating, you know, you start doing good. People start saying, "Hey, what you think about coming on down <laughs> to maybe uh, Georgia?" You know what I'm saying? What you yeah. Say? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I mean, I, I I had a lot of candidates. You know what I'm saying? So it, yeah, it, it, was, it was it was pretty interesting overall, though. And like I said, uncomfortable, unexpected, yet. Man, look, tell me, uh, tell us some of the some of the big schools that you um, that you weren't really expecting that were that was surprising uh, to you. <clears throat> I might would just say all of them. <laughs> like I said I, I, I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting to go beyond high school. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my main my main focus really was to graduate. That's it. You know, graduate high school get a regular job you know what i'm saying because that's pretty much the pattern that our family before us you know that's all they knew you know graduate job, you know saying, live your life you know but to have something like this you know i, I wasn't expecting any of it i mean any of it but to name a few schools i did have like pretty much everybody in the sec uh, i think the only one i didn't have was like florida but the ones that I that I didn't expect was like Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, I got letters from like Yale, Princeton, Army, man, just, just, all, like all type of schools. I was just like, man, like how they know me? <laughs> like right. who, who who told them who told them about me? It seems that when you when you move fast, that the word travels fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> say that again, right? <laughs> you can say that again, cause that's the truth. Because you was moving fast. Tell like how soon. From the from the first game to the first full offer, within how many high school games or weeks was before uh, school started showing an interest? Oh, uh, because I know it came off quick. Bet, well, off bet, I really don't know exactly how fast, but I would say like you know, around hometown. You know, since they're right there, they're the first one to see or hear about it. So, you know, I start getting like little letters from like Alabama, Auburn, uh, you know, other little schools, UAB, Sanford, stuff like that. That's close. Just saying that you know they that you know they're interested in me. That you know they've been hearing good news about this, then the third, and they'll be watching out for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as like a lot of the other big name schools, it wasn't until like my senior year, really, because uh. <clears throat> well, they didn't change. They didn't change a lot of things around now, so I'm not really sure if it's still the same. Cause I haven't really kept up with it. But the ruling was they couldn't really just talk to you until your senior year, anyway. So it was only so much that they could say to me. 
my junior year, well, my first year playing. Yeah, and when, when we say junior year, we're talking about 2001, and senior year, we're talking 2002. The game uh, was a different game. And um, when we talk about these, these schools showing interest right here, just the numbers, just the, uh, the black and white, I got you right here, Titus. In two years of high school football, someone who basically just chose to go out and try out, we're talking 2,752 total yards in two years and 33 touchdowns. My, that is some pretty good numbers, man. Right? <laughs> For somebody just first two years playing football since uh little league, you said right? Yeah, seventh grade. This goes to show you it is already it's it's that's just been there. That's uh, it's just in you. It's it's meant to. Be. Yeah. Yeah, and if you take enough beans, you know, growing up, you know get to that point man you just kind of <laughs> and yeah. what i mean by the being there like you know you, you with me and you knowing each other you know my cousin you know what i'm saying so i have to get whooped by her a lot especially like just in regular foot races yeah she, would yeah she would embarrass me mm -hmm. and so i think that kind of helped me with you know gaining some speed <laughs> you know what i'm saying right you got to stay ahead of yeah I, I gave everything i could to beat that girl and until i finally did and I, you know what? I didn't beat her until going to my 11th grade year. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That's even crazier. Man, Quisha, she was fast. Shout out Quisha Ryan. Got them fast feet. We That's also true. played, uh, I remember when you played trumpet in the seventh grade, Mr. True's class, too, Miss Quisha. Yeah. We was par, par, par. an athlete <laughs> and a freaking artist. Tell you what, yeah. we got talent, Tuscaloosa. So, right. <laughs> So dang, man. Yeah, we talking um that's crazy. Now, uh with that, um in the South in particular, in the athlete community, we always like to vocalize and talk about our official visit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, if you don't know, an official visit is when in communication with a college, you know, things are starting to uh get comfortable and warm and we begin to go to the next level and the school will fly you in host you in uh show you a good weekend show you around town man Titus, could you uh tell us you know what was it like have, uh, tell me tell us about some of these official visits to these universities well, well i can't give you too much detail because <laughs> yeah. uh you know i want to blow nobody's spot up for one but also 100 oh, uh I think I kind of I think I kind of sold myself short because with me being from Tuscaloosa, the University of Alabama is there. I was mm -hmm. more so sold on it, you know, trying to be like a, a hometown hero, stay close to home so my family could see me, things like that. So good man. I didn't I didn't really go I didn't really go to visits like that. Also, it was during track season too, and you know what we did during track season, so <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going nowhere. I, I, I was fully committed to that for sure. Man, so was, uh, yeah, track season. So that was that must have been in the spring. That was, was that during yeah. outdoor? Yes, and that's that's, yeah. that's around the time. Most times, you know, they have uh uh those official visits. But I can say that you know 
I had a great time. I had a great time <laughs> when I went to go visit uh, the University of Alabama, especially mm. with me being home, you know. Uh, and I think one thing that really sold me was uh, the day we got to go talk to the coaches or whatever. And when we first got there, you know, it kind of showed us the facilities, you know, locker room, things like that. And then they had like jerseys in like the little locker room, I mean, in the little lockers or whatever, with your name on the back of the jersey. My Ooh. first time seeing this, so I'm eyes are wide. <laughs> and uh, I want to say, I, I can't remember if it was like that Saturday or Sunday. No, it was that Sunday because that Saturday we went to the game. So that Sunday, before we left, we talked to the coaches. We're in the little press box or whatever, man. And they got the big jumbo screen up there, man. And they show you picture, man, with your name in this. Third man, they got stuff, man. The crowd going crazy. I was like, "Oh wow, I can see myself doing this." Like, wow. <laughs> sign me up. Wow. I'm ready, yeah, I'm ready right. to go play. I'm ready to man. go play. So, there's one thing I, I really did like about my official visit, though. But uh, I give you a funny story, though. Uh, I went down. I went down to Auburn uh, for the Iron Bowl, and I took I took a cousin with me. So we're sitting like in the student section, in the recruit in the recruit section, well at the stadium. And this is when uh, Bama had like Sean Alexander and all those. Bama, Bama won. Yeah, so Bama started winning, right? So my cousin is a diehard Alabama fan, like diehard. Which cousin is this one? Oh, uh, my cousin Kelvin, Kelvin Ryan. This is uh, Quisha's older brother. Oh, okay. So we're at the game. Alabama starts winning, so it's like. You know, maybe like the early in the fourth quarter or whatever. My eyes to start, you know, singing the Yay Alabama hit your stride. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> man, them people came and took those pom poms from us, man, and they squirted us out the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, cuz why you do that, man? I never heard from Auburn again after that, man. It was, it oh, was funny, man, hell you know. no. Yeah, that's wow. how it happened, man. I was like, look at this here. Well, you know, that also goes that goes to show you like how ser- how serious the rivalry is between Alabama and Auburn. Like, it goes it goes deep. So, most definitely can't be in their student sessions. So, no, nah, something might go down. They're not. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, you know, they just supported us out of there. So, I take. Man, this that the, the rivalry is so serious. To where in my oldest of memories of being in in freaking kindergarten, four years old, over at Vestavia Elementary, we had two choices of the milk. And I think this was like the way in a lot of those Tuscaloosa school system. You had that red milk and you had that blue milk in that carton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and all the kids with the if you got if you got red milk, most kids got red milk because they'd say it was Alabama milk. Right. And that milk was <laughs> that milk was the whole milk. <laughs> But uh, yes, if you got blue milk, the kids would usually call you an Auburn fan, and uh, it, you know they'd make fun of you. They'd, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. That <laughs> that blue milk was the two percent. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And so right there, it's like if, if you were if you were you would end up being healthier just for being an Auburn fan and being a rebel. And uh, right. Yeah, that's how serious it is down in uh in the two hundred five. So yeah, just the whole state of Alabama. Man, I'm telling you, man. Now, speaking of uh, 
running. If you got if you fast on the field, you know, you fast in everywhere else. So track and field. No ball, no plays. You got a, some blocks, a lane, and you take a go for it. When when did you start running track in high school? Yeah, I started everything my junior year of high school, even track. So uh when I had got the opportunity to come play football, <clears throat> you remember uh, Coach Montgomery? <laughs> they were uh, they ended up being the, the coaches for the track team as well. So I remember him telling me, you know, during he wanted me to run track, but also be, by me running track, it would help me on the football field. So going into my first football season, you know, I would work out twice a day. You know, football that morning, track that evening. So. When track season came around, you know, I, I feel I was pretty prepared for it physically because I didn't know what to expect. You know, that was a new, that was a, that was a new adventure for me. So, but I, I think I adapted well. And, you know, did my thing. Man, you you adapted. Uh, you adapted and you evolved the, yes, the way yes, the, the way God intended. Uh, That's right. So then Titus went to. You ended up going to in your first time putting on them track shoes and running on that soft track. Man, I tell you what, running track, I never knew that it it almost I always would feel like I'm running in the carpet in grandmama's house with my socks on. Yeah. It just it just felt so soft. Yeah. So but uh, you had some places where, you know, it, it kind of took a toll on your feet. Now I had some 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 issues with my with my feet were burning. Uh <laughs> Couple of couple of events, especially like doing like uh like triple jump stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind of you know, put a little wear and tear on your legs, but still it was fun though. Yeah, it's fun to get out there. Like that high school experience, anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. Eleventh uh, grade, you make you end up going to a state, running the one hundred, the two hundred, the triple jump. <clears throat> The high jump, just being like a Jim Thorpe, like just them classic old school athletes, like a Bo Jackson. Yeah, I mean, just trying to do whatever I could to help, man. Deion Sanders, just out there, just competing. Yeah, man. You know, when that's pretty much what you got. That's all you can do, man. Just, just go give it y'all. But I would say that's a gift and a curse for me to a degree because my first year. All season long, the 100 and 200, I owned it. But mm -hmm. at the state meet, I can't. It may sound crazy. It may sound crazy. But my competition were both seniors John Burroughs in the 100, mm. uh, Chauncey Harris in the 200. I've been whooping these guys all year. All year. But Here's my thought process, right? They're seniors. This is their last chance, you know, to kind of have a good memory of this. So I let them beat me. My junior year, I let John win 100. I let, what's, uh, I let Chelsea win. And I could have easily beat both of them. But since, you know, this is their senior year, they're going out. I let them, I let them have it. I let them have it. <laughs> I shouldn't have, you know. 
Right. Because that's not, you know, to let them win, that's not being, you know, the ultimate competitor. You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, I was just having a hard Because I, I knew next year was my senior year. It was mine. Hands down. It yeah. was mine. So, I let them have that one. So, you guys are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys right. are welcome, man. Your senior year was nuts. Coach Montgomery, boy, he didn't play around. I, I could tell. Uh, you know, I still got that jacket our senior year, those blue and black uh, zip-up jackets, the blue and black. Yeah, I, man, I hate that. Man, that when when Coach gave us those with that Nike check on them and he told us that uh, it was game time, man, that really did something for everybody right there. Yeah, man. And then uh, senior yeah, year, I don't think – those colors. <clears throat> fresh. Senior year, I don't think we even lost one track meet, did we? No. From Mississippi State over in Mississippi, way no. up in Tupelo, Mississippi. Now, it's I, right. I'm just, let me just say, it is <laughs> it is tough to outrun anybody, you know. Right. But it is even, it is a feat to <laughs> outrun some brothers from Mississippi. Boy, I tell you what, they be <laughs> dipping, boy. They be yeah. just yeah. my my because coach montgomery really wanted us to rep to uh to go against the hardest competition he had a plan that's true that's true um end up going to state state was a trip i still got these up my my mama was there taking pictures because this was a time before you your phones could take pictures if you had one right 2002 people probably still had a a cell page Yeah, back Hello, in the yeah, with the with the little snake on it. Oh yeah, yeah. If some if you <laughs> if you'd have seen somebody pull their camera phone they phone out and take a picture, you'd have thought you was on Star Trek in Tuscaloosa. But, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> senior year, you show up and uh, like you said, it's your year. You ball out. I believe you broke the record into one hundred with a ten point. Four four, if I am correct. Yep, correct. Ten point four four. And who was on? Who who were the two ones that you uh, destroyed on the left and the right of you? It was was it Chauncey again? No, my senior. No, they graduated. They had they graduated a year before us. That's so, right. Uh, it was Pat Jones and Chad Jackson from Hoover. Hmm. Chad Jackson, I, I believe he was one of those brothers that had his, just his eyebrow. You could just tell he was fast by his eyebrows. Yeah. It looked like they was just shaped yeah. by the wind. Um, yeah, you know, he went on to do big things too, man. You know, he had uh, got drafted first round. Uh, yep. I want to say it was by New England, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was. Because uh, he had went to Florida and played. Ooh, that's right. Great athlete as well. Yeah. Man. Yes, sir. At the high school level, Alabama 6A uh, championships at University of Alabama. Man, that was a that was a day. You also put up yeah. a big number in the in the two hundred. Ran what twenty one point eighteen? Yeah, the twenty ones. Yeah. A little bit. I'm supposed to have that record too, though. Yeah, I think I, I think that was like a typo, maybe. Absolutely. I think I got that record as well. 
And you were doing these things when you were 17, wait, 16 or 17? Uh, 2002? 17. 17. 17. 17. I, yeah, I didn't turn 18 until we graduated. Yeah, until like, like May or something. Yeah. That's dope. So then, capital, finish off the career. Uh, crazy how we ended up winning that. Ended up being that uh, that four by four at the last race to uh, give us the lead over Hoover. Hoover was in first place before the last race, right? That's right, because you know they had they had somebody doing every event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a few people doing every event, so you know, as long as they placed within the top ten, they would get some points. And you know, had more points you're getting, so yeah. And end up, I understood uh, that whole little method. Oh yeah, they uh, it was tried and true until uh the Wildcats showed up. And That's right. I, well, they dropped the baton, man. Anyway, it just got beat. The moment was just too big. Plain and simple. It was it was our year, and then uh, with uh, I mean, I feel like <laughs> you pretty much you gave us like ninety percent. Of that state championship boy i tell you what that was a, a gift it was like you know football didn't quite go the way you wanted to i know you guys went into the upper round of the third playoff. Round. yeah yeah third round y'all was deep playing that alabama football which is in, in nationally that's that's got to be some of the the best football that is played in the nation i'll say it that's right Whew, I, I tell agree you with what you. <laughs> i agree you, uh, like, I concur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know a lot of attention is on the university, but uh, locally in some of them high schools, you know, if we were to have two people lay on the ground with their backs to each other and blow that whistle, man, you're going to hear some thunder cracking. Yeah, that's true. And that so, uh, true. <laughs> crazy part. Uh, so then the high school championship, Tuscaloosa County High School wins the first. Uh, state championship in track and field since 1960 when the school was segregated, meaning that everybody on the team was white. Crazy. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that, right, man, that, that is, that is historical. And I that never knew historical. it. Yeah. That was, <laughs> never that's knew it. yeah, the first uh, integrated, team at Tuscaloosa County High. And I don't even think they've won state since. I don't think so either. They still got a, a gang of athletes, but uh, that was a uh, lightning struck on that day. Let me tell you something. But 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 if you really think about it, like, like just really think about that season, though, like, you could feel that we were really going to do something like big because of how everybody was you know we had our you know our, our few that you know like like i said they, they were just there to be there mm-hmm. but at the same time i really feel like we were locked in so focused on you know trying to get to this championship like i me just going i think uh i think i think that's one of the main like, like one of the key elements to being a leader like you try to inspire and encourage and you know motivate <clears throat> everyone around you to give that effort 
to believe that it can happen. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when I just really look back at when I just really look back at that year when it started, I think indoor I think indoor track, you know, we, we did okay. I don't really remember, you know, winning no championship in indoor. Yeah. But when it came to that outdoor season, man, it it was just it was just something in the air, man. Like you could really feel it. Like I know I took it dead serious, you know. I I didn't I didn't care. Like I was like I said, I let those guys win the year prior, but this year, like we got we we got everything we need to do this. So let's just put it all let's just put everything on the line and see how it turns out. And we see exactly how it turned out. <laughs> we won. <laughs> Oh yeah, we won. That, uh, that was incredible. I was, man. The, I was. Uh, I remember. The, I was doing the last race, the four by four. I was sad at first because I remember we were in fourth place. Right. I had my mama there and my grandfather there, and I was thinking, dang, you know, this is probably the last time I'm ever going to run track again. Right. And then I was so. But I could have. I had two choices though in that moment because all Hoover really had to do was just finish the race, That's and it. I could have chose to be a little, a little weak, a little, a little bit weak, and have a little ego and say I'm not going to run that hard because I don't believe I can win. Right. But instead, I said, "Well, shoot! If this is the last race I'm about to do, I'm about to dang near kill myself. <laughs> you know, I'm about yeah, to put give it your all. Everything you to all, this, man. you know." That's right. And uh, man, that was a trip. Because I was one of the few people that would come out of the blocks running the 400. Most people just started standing up. Yeah. But uh, I feel like if I was going to run track, I wanted to do all the the track things, you know. I I wanted to come out of some blocks too, shoot. Yeah, do it it the right way. Yeah. Man, funny thing, (laughs) what the Um, the people don't know about that night, I think we was like, after, I think we we went and partied and had a couple of, had a little party. Didn't we have a party after that that night? It was either that. We, I think we went to the university, probably. Cause yeah. Or, or we, would, we would go. We would, we would go. We would, we would go kick it. You know, celebrate a little bit. <laughs> I just don't remember where it was at though. But I, I just remember, man. I was just happy that we actually pulled it off. Like, yeah. Especially like you know. With all the things that happened throughout that season, you know, really don't have to get into that. As you know, you remember some of the things that happened always at practice and stuff like that, man. But, oh my goodness, man, that was yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. So to keep everything, you know, to keep everything intact and locked in, man, and we still pull it off, man. Like I think I was just more so happy and excited about that. You know what I'm saying? And you know what we were gonna do afterwards, you know, like we yeah. we, we done so, and we, we got a ring for this, you know. So hundred percent, we didn't get we didn't allow ourselves to get distracted, even though right life does not take a break or a breather, no matter That's what. True. It's a, true when it when it comes to getting some up out the mud, boy. Let me tell you, it's, <laughs> it's always a little it. bit more. Hey, that's true. That is but, true. Uh, for the ones that were there, they they know. They know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> I, 
Like Shawty Lowe said, though, hello, <laughs> they know. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And that's the that's the challenge uh, for anybody with kids in sports, with junior high kids, high school kids and sports, athletes all over the country, athletes in every hometown. But it's always something that's going on outside of the sport that can sometimes really uh, derail some Man, people really uh, right, right. And a lot of it, and a big part of it is, is shoot, the people you hang, the people that we hang around sometimes can bring us up or bring us down. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That stuff was so important, but, man. Yeah, but I, I, I'm so thankful, you know, that, you know, we had, we had our circle, man, and, you know, we, we really hung tight, you know. Yes, sir. Really hung tight, man, and, you know, of course, you know, being young, young men, you know, we got into some things here and there, but, you know, we never really just went too far left, you know, to to the point where we couldn't come back from what we done. Thank God for that. Well, at the most, I'm probably going to be sipping on some some uh, some Zimas and trying yeah. to, uh, man, we didn't have any social media or nothing back in 2001, 2002. You had to just go and talk to people in the mall if you wanted to go meet somebody. Remember that? Oh, that's my right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Let's go to the mall and go walk up to and talk Amen. to them at 17. Yeah. got to be confident. You got to have a... Uh, oh, for sure. You got to be... You got to strike first. Got to be confident. Be able to know how to hold a conversation. Yes, sir. Stimulate the uh, mind. <laughs> Boom, football, track and field, college. We end up having you at uh, Mississippi, what, East Central Mississippi? Yep, East Central Community College. Yes, sir. Good old last chance, you style. Yeah. What? What was it? You said it was East uh East Mississippi? Mm-hmm. That uh that, that show was that? Yeah. What was that uh Scuba, Mississippi? Yeah, that was it, yep, down in Scuba, like seven hundred something people in that town. Yeah, man. We had a family reunion though when I was like six years old. Like, man, <laughs> where in the world am I? <laughs> right. Scuba. Yeah, my first time ever being there, but yeah, man. Like I said, uh from those from those letters of interest, you know, with colleges, I signed with Alabama, and Alabama sent me sent me down there basically because I didn't have the uh, ACT score. And it's funny about that because, uh, you know, we've had this conversation before, you know, but just really, just really knowing or having having someone that knows, you know, how important these things are. Maybe maybe it could have been a different outcome, you know, because I didn't know anything about no ACT at all until it was time, you know what I'm saying, until, <laughs> until I'm getting recruited by colleges, you know what I'm saying, and I didn't really take it serious like that, you know, because like I told you, I wasn't expecting to even be in no position to go play football after high school. I was just looking to graduate. But I believe I would have been, you know, aware of it and actually took it more serious and prepped myself for it. 
would have done. I would, I would have done a, a, a better job than what I did. So, mm-hmm. and I was only two point shot. So, <laughs> man, the ACT is uh, is man. What the hell? I didn't do so hot the ACT myself, and it's man, like no. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, kind of like the SATs, but it's a little bit different. I don't know. Standardized SATs, tests. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying that, 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 the SATs knocked that out the park. <laughs> like yeah. I said, I, I went and did the ACT, man. It was a little totally different for me. For me, it felt like you know, what I'm saying being in the, being in that college that college classroom, and I mean, you know, there's no interaction really between nobody. It's just whoever's giving the test. Give you the instructions, give you the paperwork. Now you got all these hours just sitting in this one room. I fell asleep during, to be honest with you. But you know, that was my first time and my first and only time that I actually took it. Miserable experience. So yeah, and I was just ready to get back out and get to the uh, track too. So oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so you know, that's what I was looking forward to getting back to work. Good old East Central. Yeah, they can. We go man. from spend some time there from East Central. Uh, what was the one after that? Was it Wallace State? Yeah, in Coleman, Alabama, Hansville. Mm-hmm. And honestly, things were looking good at East Central because uh, I ended up uh. I ended up making all American down there at, at uh, East Central. Hell yeah. And I didn't even play running back the whole year. I played I started out at receiver with our running backs got hurt. So with me being a former running back, hey, throwing back the kid wearing number eighty one in the backfield. Who would have saw that coming? <laughs> <laughs> number eighty one. Yeah. yeah but yeah, after that it was uh yeah, after that it was uh Wallace State in uh in, in Hansville. But I did pretty good in track there. You know, had uh had a situation with the coaches there. But still shout out to them, you know, for even you know what I'm saying, getting me in there, man, and giving me the opportunity. Yes, sir. And uh after that it was Concordia College. But, you know, it was uh what, like a good two, two and a half, three? Yeah, probably about a good two and a half. Before I went down to Concordia. Oh, yeah. Down in uh, Selma, Alabama, am I right? Yeah, that's right. Ooh, yes, Selma. Lord. The march was at. Right. For a little, for a little history. Uh-huh. This is Black History Month, and this is Black History. <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so we're down up, man, trying to make it happen. And so things go well at Selma. Uh, how was that season? <laughs> For me, personally, not even personally, man. Let's just be real, man. It it it, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I think we probably won like two or three games if I can even remember it, you know. But uh. Man, going and going, me going there. I had uh, give you a backstory. I had 
my appendix ruptured. So uh, I ended up meeting my agent like right before that happened, right before my appendix ruptured. You know what I'm saying? He was just asking me, just in a little general conversation. I don't even know this guy for real, but he was just like, man, like what you gonna do with your life? Like I, I I've heard that, you know, you you was a pretty good athlete and this then the third man. So what you doing? You know what what are you gonna do? I'm like, man, like who are you talking to? I don't even know you, bro. But whatever, you know. I, I, I hear you out. But I go down there. So the first three games, you know, I'm kind of still, I already had my surgery over, but my stomach is still open, so I don't even play like the first three games at all. Mm. After that, they kind of slowly started trying to work me in, but I, I don't even think, I don't even think I even started, like not one game down there. And to finish the season off, I think I had maybe like two catches, maybe, the whole season, about a total of 50 yards, maybe. But you know, it, the, it, 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 huh? Was this, the, was this the last season that you played? Yeah, when I was at uh at Concordia, yeah. Man, no kind of stats, man. Right, a little bit, little so, bit different than those uh, county high days. No, very different. But now, <laughs> to some, maybe they would have uh, said. You know, maybe football is not the place for me. Maybe right. I need to go back home, get a job, and uh, do the nine to five. You know, right, right. Have hey, plenty of those. Mm-hmm. But but that's not uh, that's not where the the last chapter of the book was written. No, not at all. And uh, to be honest with you. That whole that whole experience with Concordia. Okay, so put it like this: to go from college to the NFL, you gotta at least do three years before you can declare yourself for the uh, NFL draft or whatever. So, by me going to Concordia, classified them three years for me. So I only went there for football, nothing else. After football season was over with, I withdrew. At the end of that semester, it's, I'm done, you know. So to go back to kind of like what you, you know, the title of this whole episode, we really had to like, like really get out the mud because like I told you, my stats, horrible. There's no kind of film on me. And that was the beginning of a grind that, you know, that kind of really showed me that I – I got I, I got something here because not only did I have to work out, you know, and build myself up physically, but mentally we really had to kind of, you know what I'm saying, lock in with that too because nobody knew me. And while all these different NFL teams and kind of sell me so they can, you know, try to look into who I am, what I do, or what I've done, Man, we had to call people every morning. I mean, every morning calling every NFL team, just calling people. We got turned down so many times, so many times. Like, we don't know who this guy is. Send me some film, but I have nothing to show. Really, I really don't. So we had to put things together like old newspaper articles, Maybe a little film from when I played at uh at uh East Central in Mississippi. 
and just wait for the pro day to really show what I could do. Like we went down to the senior bowl and everything like with a, I went to the senior bowl, me and my agent, cause it's, he didn't have any uh, client prior to me. I'm his first, I, I was his first client. So Brand we were really, we we're really getting it out the mud. So we we're going down to the senior bowl with a notebook, talk, trying to talk to different teams and, and show them, you know, like, like here in your face, you know, like, Check out this article, this, then the third. And a lot of them did, really didn't want to hear what we had to say. <laughs> really didn't want, didn't want to hear nothing we had to say until the pro day. When pro day came around, everything changed. The entire changed. Mm, so this, where, where was this pro day? Uh, the one I went to was uh, uh, Tuskegee. Went down to Tuskegee. Every, now, what, what, did you have to get invited to the pro day? No. So there's a rule where you can go to at least five pro days within a hundred miles of your home address. Okay. So <laughs> that's what we did. So I drove. We drove all the way down to Tuskegee, and they had a quarterback. I'm not really. I can't really remember his name, but that's who the NFL scouts were down there to see, the quarterback. And uh, quick story, I want to say he was either the Vikings or a Raiders or a scout, you know, just try to have like a little quick conversation with him or whatever. And I ended up walking off with my agent, ended up telling him, you know, he got the fastest guy out here. And he he asked the he asked the scout, you know, what he think what I would run. And the guy told the scout told my agent he think I would run like a four six. When he came and told me that, boy, I felt I felt like that was an insult. <laughs> a pure insult. You don't know me. And you don't know what I could do. But I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you. And I went, I was in great shape, but I had hurt. I had to tweak my hamstrings, both of them actually. But I still ended up running the four three six, back to back. <laughs> yeah. And after that, it was on. Wow. We didn't have we didn't have to call nobody anymore. Everybody started calling us. So you mean to tell me that it just with, in in just four. Point three six seconds. That's Everything all changed. Everything changed. And next thing you know, people. Like they, are... You can't teach their speed. Mm. And that's one thing they and that's one thing they look for in that league. They look for some size, they look for speed. And you know, going into that whole going into that whole process, my agent had already told me up front, we need a four three. I don't care if you go bench two twenty five one time. None, I don't care about none of that. You go run a four three. Somebody's gonna bring you to camp. They gonna start calling. And I didn't believe none of this stuff at first, Jay. You know, uh, like I told, I ain't know nobody that that hadn't been through that whole process before, nothing like that. So I I hear them. Do I one hundred percent believe them? No. And the fact that I had almost died with my appendix rupture, I'm just like, well, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I can at least try this because I almost died. 
let me try. Let me just see what it is. Let me, let me see what, where we can go from here. 4.3 changed everything. Everything, man. Man. That's beautiful. Man, it's a good thing. Uh, like, man, I see Coach Montgomery, he told you that running track will help you in football. Hey, sure did. Because uh, it's different to just run, to just, you know, get to the ball or get to the end zone, and then running like a professional. You know? Right. I, and I also I add that I was trained by a uh, a former Olympian. Uh, yeah, 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 man. You know, uh, goodness gracious, I can't remember his name right off. I can't remember his name right off the top. Was he I want to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want, was he went to Auburn, too. I want to say his name was Willis if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Was it Mr. Glance? No, 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 no. His name was Willie Smith, if I'm not mistaken. Man, that's dope. But see, a lot of people, older people know about him. Know about him, you know, because just like a lot, they may reach these heights, but then, you know, they may have a, of veering off that road somewhere in life where it kind of, you know, knock you off the path, man, and people start to forget about your things like that. But I was introduced to him, and he didn't really do football training. We strictly track. That's what our whole workout was, lightweights, high reps, and we're jump roping and running all day, like getting it. So when that pro day came up, like I said, my hamstring was shot, but I ran that four three like it was nothing. <laughs> but I was in more than enough shape to run. So okay. Shout out to him too, man, because he really you know what I'm saying, helped me out. Man, we got some athletes down in, in Bama. My goodness. That's right. That's right. And so four three comes. This is a, this is a probably the same time that people are going to the combine, and uh, yep. doing the very public doing the same thing. Um, you know, the very public display of you know what can they do. Yeah. And so, if I'm not mistaken, is this 2007? Oh, uh, six. 2006. There we go. And so here we are. Just a month. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. It was 2007. 2007. Oh, okay. Uh, Courtyard. My bad. My bad. I ain't mean it. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> Want to give the people love. Uh, let them know. Hey, yeah, right. I appreciate. Because, <laughs> man. So then the uh, uh, the draft happens, which has got to be just. I could imagine. I couldn't imagine trying to go to sleep without being so excited to think of what possibly may come tomorrow or the next day, you know? Yeah. But in my case, things did change with that, with that 40 time, but wasn't nothing set in stone. Like, you know, the, 
I, I, I tell you what. So let me take it back a little bit before the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, I signed with Alabama out of high school. Right? And I'm from Tuscaloosa. So I would think that with me being from there, got, you know, childhood friends that play there. I was recruited by them, things of that nature. And by the rules and guidelines, I can go to their pro day, right? Yep. I go to the pro day. I go there that morning, early that morning. I can't remember the receiver name, man, but you you already know how I am, Jay. Kind of quiet. So <laughs> I'm sitting in the locker room, you know, just trying to get my mind right and get prepared. You know, I got my music playing in my ear, whatever, man. So I end up taking my headset off, you know, because I, I want to hear what's going on, what, what people talk about in the room. Mm. One of the receivers is talking cash money. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm finna go do this. I'm finna go do that, man. And you know me, man. I've never been the one to, to brag or boast or none of that stuff, man. So it just started to irritate me. I'm like, man, like, I'll I never forget. One thing Coach Flanagan used to tell me was, you know, when the, execution, when the executioner used to go and chop the people's head off in front of the town's people, he ain't say a word. He chopped the head off. He go back home by this business. Silent assassin, if you ask me. So I just got tired of hearing this guy talking, man. Like it was one is too early in the morning for all this blah blah blah. Right. But now it's like you're doing too much bragging, man. Like be a little bit humble. So I told the guy, hey, I will give you a 10-yard head start. But ask him to take back. I give you a five-yard head start and I Beat you by 10. Right? They put me out. (laughs) They put me out. They put put me out the facility, man. And I sat sat outside the University of Alabama facility, man, all day. From like 7, 30, 8 o'clock that morning to about 4 that evening. Sat outside. And I watched every team just walk past me. Right? Hmm. So it's to the point now where I see it's over with and all these teams, all these scouts are leaving. I'm highly frustrated. So I'm like, you know what, man, let's just go. Let's just go. You know, it's, they're not going to work me out. Let's just go. As we as we walk into the car and I'm opening the door, I hear a, a loud thumping noise on the window. And you know, at the facility, their windows are tinted, so you can't really see inside. Yeah. But we hear it. So I keep hearing it. I don't know what they did. So I'm thinking the car, then you hear it again. Do, 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 do. So, you know what I'm saying? I close the door and kind of, you know, like look around, like, 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 what's going on? A scout run outside real quick and, like, like, hey, who are you? You know what I'm saying? And it was Kansas City. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm tired. I'm supposed to be here for the little workout, whatever, man. But, you know, I got turned around, whatever. So I'm finna go. I don't know if you remember, because it, it, it's been changed for a while, but how how the setup was around the Coleman Coliseum and then they had the baseball field right there. They had like this, uh, this little patch of grass, like a little small patch of grass, like right there in between the football facility, the Coleman Coliseum and that baseball field. Yeah. And that guy worked me out right there. Right. Yeah. Worked me out. Right here on the spot. Yeah. There's one scout that, that actually just said, you know what? I'm going to see what he, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see. He worked me out right there. Didn't do too much, you know. 
did a couple of little back pedals, you know what I'm saying? Burst of speed, hand out coordination, catch a couple of footballs or whatever. But the one thing I didn't know was, you know, whatever you that that news travels throughout every team, right? Mm. So after he did that little workout with me, you know, I guess he went back and, you know, did his little research or whatever and found out that I, excuse me, ran that 4-3. So coming up to the draft now, the day of the draft or either the yeah, the day of the draft, he calls. You know, we had been getting all these calls from other teams, but he calls that day. And he tells, he tells us, you know, we're going to bring him in. So – I'm thinking like, okay, we are finna get drafted. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't see how. I ain't, I haven't done anything, but I didn't get drafted. Once the draft was over with, which was two days, I get a call afterwards, like, okay, now we're finna send a contract over to you as a free agent to bring you in the camp. So to go back to that, what you were saying as far as you know, that that whole not being able to sleep and stuff. Uh, I I was able to sleep because I was like, man, you know. It ain't happening, so man, forget it. It's not gonna happen until I got that call saying, you know what, we're gonna do it. It's just gonna happen after the draft. Mm. So then you watch the draft happen. Yeah, just okay. watching everybody get called out, like man, like man, these these folks are not finna call me. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> right. Then two days went by, huh? Yeah, man. Too long. So, so they, they uh they fax you the contract or this is two thousand seven, it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. They uh yeah, they, they showed up, faxed it over. Yeah, man. I said they watched that paper come out that bad boy too. <laughs> I watched it. Every last one of them. I watched that bad boy come out. Oh man. I couldn't believe what the first thing I did, of course, I called my mama. Man. Good feeling. Man. Good. Great. Beautiful feeling. Yeah. Like, so. mm. Because a lot of people think that, uh, you know, what is commonly the, the misconception, as I sip on my uh, limeade right here, the misconception is that people need to go to a big school, play on TV, play in a bowl, go to the combine, wear a nice Under Armour outfit, and uh, do some drills, get drafted. And that seems to be where people put all their eggs in that stock. Of That's the that's right. only way to get to the league. And really not. Really not. <laughs> because I think even the at the at the school in Selma, you were the first uh, football player from that school to go to the NFL. Yep. <laughs> they were looking at somebody else before then. You know, they had, they had a couple of little scouts come down. You know, I, I I think they I think they did that. You know, just to say that yeah. Kind of like me in the quota. Yeah, I went to that school to go, you know, talk to athletes or whatever, but we're not really interested in nobody. Mm. So, yeah, I I went down there. But when they came down there, they weren't interested in me. They, didn't, they weren't coming to see me. <laughs> they didn't know who I was. Like I told you, I didn't really 
So they they had no clue who I was for real. Man, and it's just uh, the strength of, of uh, always staying in shape. You know, you always uh, even if it's at the YMCA in Tuscaloosa, and that's all that's available. You're gonna be up in there with some weight on a bar. That's right. Getting some reps, and if it's just an open field out somewhere or a sidewalk, well, let's put on these shoes. Yeah, let's, let's go get it. Rounds. Yeah, right. That's right. That's Come right. You know, a lot of times I ran without even without even having a quarterback. <laughs> I just go out there and run. <laughs> <laughs> go run, man. Right. Be up at Money Soka Park, or uh, no, excuse me, Snow Hinton. Yeah, that's where I would go. <laughs> Shout out to Snow Hinton Park. Yeah, I would go to Snow Hinton. Sometimes I would go to our old high school. Uh, you know, our, our old uh, track. Go out there and run some sprints. Take my little uh, ladders out there, do my ladder drills, my little cone drill. Just get it in. Sometimes I go find me a hill, go run them bad boys. You just got to make do with what you got sometimes, man. Right. Nothing wrong with improvising. Right. But now you got the Kansas City signs a contract. So then, where were you living at the time? Were you living in Bama still? Yeah, I was. Yes. Stay fresh from college, so yeah, I went back to mom's crib. And when all this happened, and you know, the whole time I was training, I was staying with my agent then, you know, to kind of keep myself from that environment, because you are, you know, how it is back home. So, Whew. yeah, I had to keep myself from that environment. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And, yeah, but, but you know. Throughout, throughout, you know, my whole time in the league, you know, and where I got released or whatnot, yeah, I'm going back home. So, like I, I said, it. I go to Snowhead Park or wherever I can go find me a field and just get me some work mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So then, did you uh, just pack everything up in a car and then just drive to Kansas City, or did you? Uh... How did you get? No, how did you I, arrive on the scene? No, nah, they 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 flew us out. They flew us out, and uh, my first time flying. No, I take that back. My second time flying. Get it. But uh, no, I didn't know what to expect, man. But uh, when I got there, I was surprised though because uh, childhood childhood friend of ours, Chris Harris. He was there. I was like, well, at least I know somebody here. You know what I'm saying? So that that made it that made it a little comfortable for me. You know, be, you know, you make friends along the way. So it was it, it was it was a pretty cool experience. Pretty man, cool so experience. Man. So how did the uh first couple of days in there, did they have you was it like a shorts and you know, shirt and shirt and shorts practice? No, nah, your first day, man, you got it's kind of like a uh, what they call a, a rookie symposium. So, you know, have people come in there, come talk to you about, you know, welcoming welcoming you to the league, basically. And kind of giving you some pointers and telling you some things. So if the people really knew, you know, let's just say common folk, if they really knew, you know, like some of the things they talked to us about. Hmm. You, you still look at people now, you know what I'm saying, when you hear about athletes getting in trouble and stuff, like, come on, man, like, you can't do that. They already pretty much set the foundation from the first day you get there. So we had that, you know, 
go get fitted, things like that, man, and, you know, get your equipment, man. And uh, they had us in the hotel. So that's basically what it was, man, just kind of back and forth from the hotel to the facility, you know, get your work in, lift your weights, probably go out there and do a little conditioning or something like that until what they had OTAs or, yeah, OTAs where, you know, you kind of just kind of run plays and stuff like that, but it ain't just like what – it ain't really nothing set, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of getting everybody in shape and prepared for a training camp, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all that was. Yeah, you don't want to – never want to show up to training camp visibly out of shape, you know? Uh, well, I, I had my experience at that too. <laughs> <laughs> Which, right? There was uh, some days – some life boy, I tell you what, you, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it a is. It sometimes. Is. Yeah. <clears throat> life. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The, the learning, the lessons and how they are taught. My, my. And I so a lot of them Right. I had you in the, in the hotel, Kansas city, in Kansas city. I remember I drove. To a to rookies, sports bar and grill, in Oceanside because that was the place I figured had the most TVs. Right, and I was able to uh, watch those preseason, or watch at least watch a couple of those preseason games. Right. So how were those? Uh, I know you and Chris, who was uh, playing DN at the time, y'all were both getting involved in the preseason games. So tell me, tell me about those. Yeah, man. Uh... Pretty decent, man. Uh, you know, the or the people that got the money invested in them, they're not really gonna play for real. They probably play like you know a little bit of the first quarter. After that, they're done. You know, you don't you don't want to mess up the money. So it was a lot of guys in front of me because I ended up getting hurt during uh, training camp. I had pulled my hamstring or whatever. So, as far as, like, the free agents or the guys that's trying to earn a spot, I'm at the bottom of the depth chart, you know. So, my first experience, it was fun, but it wasn't – the outcome wasn't pleasant. Let's just say that, you know. I did get in. I did get, you know what I'm saying, play, maybe a couple plays. But uh, I ended up getting cut. I ended up getting cut, like, the first cut at Kansas City. So, that was a learning experience, you know, just kind of learning – the business side of it, you know, because it's a big difference from just playing ball because you love playing ball and now it's a business. It's a big difference. So, very cutthroat. They don't really care nothing about it, you know. We can't do this with you, whatever. Send you on about your way. And that's that, you know. And you just pretty much have to continue to work out, man, because you never know. <laughs> Excuse me. Someone may call. Someone may not, you know what I'm saying. But you just have to be ready. Whenever you do get that call, mm. man. So then, in that time, did you leave Kansas City and go back to Alabama? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And when I went back, it, uh, I, I probably went home. I probably went home two months, maybe a month, and I ended up getting picked up by New Orleans. <clears throat> they uh, assigned me to the practice squad. 
And this is in the uh, the 2007 season, right? That's right. That is right. So now, uh, people all the time, there's all these misconceptions with football that every, anybody who is in the league is essentially rich and makes right. a league minimum. That is just that people I don't people don't necessarily have the the credentials. They just there's just in just the hearsay of league minimum. Right. But um, that's not the case. Like you said, there's a business. The NFL is not just going to just give people money. You know, they is. <laughs> of course not. And so everything you learn. Absolutely. And with practice team, um, which is still a good job to, to have, uh, right. tell me the different, tell me the difference sometimes, uh, with the, with the weekly routine of the, of practice team. Oh, basically, man, you know, you're doing scout team, everything, man. So being on the practice squad, especially like as that, as that free agent, man, like you really get no rest. Like your balls to the wall, all the whole practice from, you know, special team for everything. Punt, punt return, kick, kick return. Offensive period, you got to be, you know, <clears throat> the defense. Defensive period, you got to be the uh, offense, the scout offense running plays and stuff like that, man. So you really get no breaks, no breaks at all. <laughs> you just out there just going crazy. But I feel like, I feel like it kind of gives you an advantage, though, because you're getting more work. But at the same time, on the flip side, also because you're not getting that rest. And a lot of people don't understand how important rest is to that workout. Mm. So, yeah, you got you got to. You got to get it. So I feel like, in a sense, that kind of hurt me a little bit because I feel like, you know, doing so much and – Especially with them knowing that I'm fast, they expected me to just, you know, turn the Jets on every play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I never really got a chance to like kind of let my legs relax and get back up under me and nothing like that. It just every day, let's get it. So you're going to uh, zero to a hundred real quick, uh, real quick, <laughs> too quick, <laughs> too quick, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Uh, Fast and furious, man. Yeah, but it, it, overall, though, man, you know, you that experience was, you know, like none other, though. So I, well, I wouldn't change the world, though, man. Because I feel like even though – I feel like waking up in the morning, you would wake up probably in a, a, a New Orleans Saints T-shirt, got the shorts, you know. <laughs> you got the yeah. – Put on some music, start your day, maybe a, a song in the shower, a motivational quote, uh, a song, you know what I'm saying? Just being able to really be and have all the, the details of the experience, the, going into the facility, that, that smell when you walk in, uh, that playing with the turf while you stretch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man. It was, it was pretty cool, though, man. But I, I think for me, man, I was a little bit nervous because, you know, with me going to so many, me going to different teams, you know, it's kind of like think about, you know, when you're a kid and you have to go to a new school, make new friends, you know, you're kind of nervous at first because you don't, you know, you don't know what to expect from people or you don't want to come off a certain way, this, that, and the third. So 
a lot of times I would just, you know, just reserved as I as I'm always, or as I am always. But <laughs> once certain people start to see, you know, see the athleticism come out, and they see they got, they see that you got that dog in you too, they start to gravitate towards you. Start to know what I'm saying, welcome you in a little bit more, and start to communicate with you and things like that. So those first couple of days or maybe a week or two, you know what I'm saying, there's really not too much going on until they start to see what you could do. And once they see what you could do, okay, cool. He one of us, let's embrace him a little bit. And you have to just kind of, you know, earn, earn that respect every day over time. Mm. Man, that's huge too, because that every, it's that it's that everyday part because oh yeah it's it's one thing to push uh, a grocery cart and eventually you can let go of the grocery cart and it will still continue to go forward right but if you had to push that go that grocery cart and push it up a hill you know you can't if you you gotta you gotta keep pushing otherwise it's going back the other way that's right. And that is a cannot be an option. Like you said, that dog. Yeah, that's right. That dog has to be in you. That's right. It really do because you you really got to think about it, man. When, like I said, with knowing this is a business, a lot of people not a lot of people are playing it because they enjoy the game. But this is folks' livelihood now. You know, they got families to feed, things of that nature, man. And mm-hmm. You're in a position where you can actually make some life-changing money coming from where we come from. Some folks don't want to lose that. So, you know, for a guy like me to come in and, and I can possibly take someone else's position and that takes out of their pocket and takes out of their out of their mouth, their, their wives, their kids' mouths, what's well, a different ball game then, wasn't <laughs> it's a It's a different ball game, for real. And, you know, some people are not as genuine as you think they are, but you got a lot of guys that are, you know. But, you know, it, it's pretty much every man for himself. Like, hey, you got to get it how you live. Yes, sir. And you was down there getting it. Now, with New Orleans, I think you were, were you there till, uh, was it an in- injury? And then. Um... Yeah, tore the hamstring, tore, tore my other hamstring, and. Sad thing was, I was there three weeks. My first, my, my, my first time there, I was there three weeks <clears throat> during the season, and I end up tearing my hamstring at practice. Cause like I told you, you got to do everything, and uh, end up tearing my hamstring at practice, man. One of the worst pains you can feel, boy. Cause once you feel that pop, and know that it's torn, you're down instantly. <laughs> but I came one one of the guys came and told me, you know, some of the coaching all staff, man, he was like, Man, it's so unfortunate because we were actually gonna play you Sunday. I just looked at him like, What? <laughs> like <laughs> what? And I and now I'm hurt? Like, oh come on, man. So of course the business side, I get hurt. We got no use for you right now, so we need to bring somebody else in to fill your position. And Soon as that happened, behind the scenes, well, they making all types of calls. 
bringing folks in. The next day, I was gone. <laughs> the very next day, you know what I'm saying? But like I say, man, it's a business, so you can't be mad at them. You just got to, nope. you know, understand how it goes. Yeah, it's definitely a business, man. They like sure. it. And so then, I think, back in, here we are, back in uh, Tuscaloosa again, huh? That's right. Thinking how to That's take right. over the world. Yeah, but, you know, due to the injury, I was basically back at home uh, doing rehab <clears throat> the whole time, basically. Just rehabbing. And, uh, Is 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 kind of funny. Let me take that back. It's not funny. <laughs> it goes to show, man. You know what kind of mindset you have, and how important it is sometimes to get away from the environment that you, you know, that you're from, because it's like a, it's like a a, a, a comfort zone, to where a lot of people don't really push themselves their limit where they need to be so with saying that man a lot of times when i was doing that that rehab you know i would go work my behind off for the rehab whatever so I, you know i can get my leg to heal but on my downtime i'm really around you know people i grew up with and it's not no knock on them but they're not trying to do anything so and they say you are who you hang with so a lot of times i wasn't doing what i needed to do and that goes back to that that part about, you know, you don't need to show up not in shape. I did. <laughs> I did. <clears throat> got a great wake-up call. Got a great wake-up call because when I impressed New Orleans so much that, you know, they were willing to bring me back. And when they brought me back the first time, I think it was like, toward the end of the season, like October, November, somewhere around there. They brought me back in, man. I did a little workout for them. I'm, 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 I'm even to this day, and I haven't played football in, in some years now. Still embarrassing moment for me <laughs> because I ran, I ran three routes, Jay. I ran three routes and I ran a 40 time. And you know what happened after I did all that? I threw up in front of them people, man. Threw up. <laughs> Boy, yeah. horrible showing. <laughs> oh, horrible. He was like, yeah, you're not ready, so we're going to send you back home. Hurt my soul, but I already knew deep down inside that I wasn't ready. I knew I wasn't. So when I went back home, I had to make some, had to make some changes. And you got to get back to that grind that you know you got to put in. So when they brought me back after that, you, know, you better believe I was ready. But the injury bug kind of knows that followed me again at the end of training camp. That's mm. how that happened. But I ended up going to Carolina after that. Uh, after I went back to New Orleans that second time, uh, they ended up uh, cutting me out of the training camp. And I went home for maybe like, uh, I don't know, maybe like a week or two, maybe. Then Carolina called, and I went to Carolina for like three weeks. But funny thing is, nothing bad happened. Like, I didn't get injured or anything. It was just the business of it, you know. 
the guy I was in competition with, his his father did something within the end. So they kind of they kind of the topic of it's not what you know, who you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept him there. That's what kept him there and got me released because I was by far a better athlete than he was. But the simple fact that his father was some kind of high position, mm-hmm. they kept him. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. <laughs> I get it. If you and him had to race in the street for five dollars, oh man, you don't need to race because he wasn't mm. his speed wasn't nowhere near mine. Nowhere, nowhere, no. nowhere near. We playing on all Madden over here. You know, and this is not a downhill or anything, but he was more so like a position receiver. You know, he wasn't known for the speed, but you know, okay. hey, I mean the possession. So yeah, you know, hey, just go run a couple, run, run this route. You know, saying catch the ball, or whatever. But he ain't dusting nobody. If you ask me, overall, he wasn't a better athlete than me, and there's no knock on him at all. You know, what I'm saying he was a great dude. good man so boom we've been to kansas city we've been to new orleans now when you're when you're in these places are you giving are you having a a chance to to soak up some some of the culture you know to go out hit the club maybe lean and rock maybe do a shoulder lean you know i'm saying sip a tasty beverage are you able to go out and you know party like a professional athlete yeah but i didn't want to I never wanted to party like a professional athlete. <clears throat> now, Kansas City, I kind of didn't have it. I, I didn't have a choice because there's so many of us, like all of us rookies, like really just hung tight. So, you know, we all went We all went to places together, you know, a couple bars here and there. Uh, you know, just to really see the city. But uh, to really get – to really get a, a, a taste of, of their culture, though, I don't, re- I don't really think I, I got a chance to do that. I think I did afterwards. Like, after I was gone, I do it then. But while I was there, not really. It was too much of that. It was too much of the partying. So. Right. Like, well, you know, we had so much free time, though, especially, you know, when we first got there because we only worked, we would work out, like, Monday through Thursday. And they're going to keep you four hours out of the day. So, <laughs> just think about it. From, from Thursday to Sunday or Monday morning, you just got free time. You're going to do whatever you want to do. Man, that's not a bad gig. No, not at all. Right? Not at all. Man, I definitely have some time to get a little weirder. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of that going on. <laughs> man so going on. I remember Panthers 2008 was it the season opener Panthers and Chargers nah, I did, in San Diego I... oh yeah when I came down to... yeah 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 because yeah, I think right, you were man. yeah you were you were at the Panthers was the, at this point were you on the was it was it practice squad? Yeah, man. They just brought everybody down. They, they brought everybody to the game. Man, that's some good coaches. To, yeah, uh, boy, I, I forgot all about that one up, man. 
<laughs> yeah, that was sure classic. did come down there. I remember I'm a, I don't know if you hit me up on my, I don't know if you told me either via MySpace or <laughs> it was something. <laughs> it was something. Right. I went down there to uh, that Hyatt down off the five. Yeah, man. Titus said, let me know. He hit me up in Oceanside. Said, we playing the Chargers and the season opener. Well, you know, let's uh, let's let's see the town. Hey, so shoot, hey, just roll down, dude. picked him up. <laughs> oh yeah, dropped the top. Right. <laughs> good in uh, 2008, man. Shoot. Yeah, man. That's, I sure That's right. That is right, man. That's... I remember. I remember that. I think you, you gave me a hat or something like that with a autographed uh, his hat for me. Hey, do whatever I could, man. Right. Because honestly, I, I never really kept in any of that, though, man. You know, I would, get, I, would, I would always just get it, like, from family and friends. But myself, personally, I, I didn't keep much of it. Yeah. It's in the moment. Yeah. I can't do that now, man. I just really live in the moment. Yeah, that's what it takes, really. I mean. It's cool, though. It's good to be in this. It, it, it's being able to be so in the moment is to where then you can focus on what is in the moment. And uh, right, being an athlete, especially in football, you know, there's going to be a play that, that is not going to go your way. So you can have you could have just had two fumbles and turned the ball over, and then here we go. Right. You're, about, you're about to run the ball again, and we have to only concentrate on what's happening now until the ball is snapped. You know, right. Right. Otherwise, an athlete can easily start thinking about the negative parts of their game that are just inevitable, and just being yeah, that just in the forefront, right? And then they start doubting themselves, and then dropping balls yeah. and jumping off sides, and yeah, you got no room for those there. Right. I mean, shoot, we even see at the Olympic level, folks uh, having to withdraw. Yeah, uh, athletes having to withdraw just for the mental health of this thing because uh, it is a it is a trip. It is a, a roller coaster for the brain. It really is, and a lot of folks don't understand that either, man. Now you really have to have a strong mind, a strong mind for some of the things that you're gonna go through, or have to really just push yourself through when it comes to that, or on that level. Let's just say that. And so, all is good. so all all is good is uh, all is good in, is in uh, Carolina, and then for Carolina, where do we end up? Oh, Canada. Ooh, CFL. <laughs> Man, you you've definitely been on a tour at this point. Like, <laughs> like you really That's right. To, you really got to travel for free. And uh, <laughs> see the places. See, so you got to see America from a perspective that not many people get to see it. You know, it's a. That's right. Just from sticking to what you do best. And so now we are in O Canada. Was it the? Uh, which team was the? This was a uh, Calgary Stampeders. There we go. Calgary Stampeders. 
Still right. keeping the game going. Yeah, man. By any means necessary. Right. Ain't playing. So, they obviously they fly you into Canada. Yeah. By this time, this is you know we went from Kansas to New Orleans to Carolina. Now we're flying into Canada. I'm right. sure you're on the on the think. Okay, a lot going through your head. You know, this is a Canada. It's a different game. There's a the rules are different in front of instead of eleven men on the field. How many are on the field on each side? Uh, twelve. Uh, right. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, something like that. Like twelve, I think. Yeah, we got twelve players. We got a wider field. Two people can yep. be in motion <clears throat> at the same time. Yeah. So uh, big difference, you know. Yeah, big difference. Huge. Going into uh, the unknown. Yes, sir. One, yeah, once again. <laughs> once again. <laughs> yeah, right. But now, as always, you know, you gotta make do and adjust to it. So absolutely, all you can do. We went from your second plane ride going to uh, Kansas City to now uh, a couple plane rides later, you're now leaving the country. For the first uh, time. Was that the first man. time leaving the country? Was, yeah, and it was a hassle getting that passport too, man, because it was like short notice. I had to go, I had, crazy thing, I had to go back to New Orleans to go get a passport, like a, a passport within a day or, or, or a temporary passport at that. Mm. So that was an all-day process because there's so many people down there. Like, man, so many people trying to get one, man, to get back home or stuff like that, man, that's from out of the country or something like that or whatever. Boy, that was that was a long day. A long day. Man, you are uh... – But we made it happen, and we caught that flight. You really are getting it straight up out that mud, I'll tell you what. <laughs> For sure. Straight up out that mud. Uh, he had to find a way. And the funny thing is, by now, at this point, it's been. Are we going? Are we in the? At this point, this is two thousand. Is this two thousand and eight or two thousand and nine? Uh, two thousand nine. When I go to Canada, two thousand nine. So from two thousand and seven to two thousand and nine, there are other. There are many people who are already who were draft picks, who are not even playing the game anymore. That's right. Like uh, the the average uh, NFL career is two years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, depending on your position, let's just say that. But uh, let's say more so three, three to four. And uh, you have been having to make do using this using this this team's facilities, going back home, using back home in Tuscaloosa, Alabama's facilities. Coming back, you know, not having the best available to you, but still, right. still catching plane rides and uh, keeping the season alive. So now we in Canada, Calgary. Yeah, man. You got to feel like you're the man when you, you know, you, you fly into another country in the name of the gridiron. You know, you got the, I, 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 I feel like that'd be a good feeling. I mean, it was, you know, getting an opportunity to go to a whole other country, but there's still that nervousness that's there because I'm not the only one. You know, like, there's so many other guys that's been in the league or that's trying to get to the league, NFL league. 
So, you know, you're thinking, you, you had this thought in your mind, like, you know, I'm finna go against some, you know, some good competition. And it's the same thing, you know, these guys are doing what they got to do to feed their families. Excuse me, things of that nature too. So, you know, I basically I go through this whole process again, man. To start from the bottom, man, and and, and and make your way up. So once I got there, you know, that's all my mindset was, man. You know, just stay focused, man. Stay to yourself, man, and just do what you got to do. It all panned out too. Yeah, it all no, panned man. out, but I I never felt like I was the man. Until uh, <clears throat> they actually put me in the game. <laughs> when they put me, when they put me in the game, and actually my first, you know, uh, I played in, you know, saying like the little preseason games or whatever. Had a couple of little plays or whatever, man. But didn't really do anything seriously. But when I got put in the real game, or like a real game, my very first play. To the house, 104 yards. Was that that kickoff? That's right. That kickoff return to the house. <laughs> that was my very first. Wow. I believe that one's on the YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Titus Ryan goes yes, it is. all the way. That's right. Wow. So things started kind of changing for me after that, man. You know, uh, like I said, that kind of just instantly threw me in the mix, you know. Like I said, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like one of the first choices to put in the game, but somebody ended up getting hurt, and you know, I can't remember what it was with the other guy. So you know, hey, let's put them back there. They still had uh, <clears throat> another running back back there with me, you know, uh, that that had been up before. I think he had probably like a year or two under his belt in the CFL or whatever. So, you know, he's more so a seasoned player. So they're going to keep him back there with me as a rookie. But lo and behold, the ball came to me. <laughs> yes, sir. That's it. I'll tell you what. And so then – uh how does that see how's that season? Tell me about that season that uh the rest of that season. Season pretty cool, man. Uh I ended up after that after return, ended up putting me as the starter as a kick returner, punt returns, you know. So I seen a lot more playing time and uh unfortunately we had a a vet receiver go down, so you know they start putting me in at receiver. And uh they didn't really utilize me like, like I like I feel they should have. You know, a lot of people just look at it like, oh, you got speed, so we just gonna have him as a deep threat instead of running routes or just trying to get the ball in it in my hands and let me, and so you can, so you can see what I could do with it. But yeah, still it was it was cool. You know, I got me a couple touchdowns, whatever. But it didn't really, it didn't really take off for real, for real until I got traded. But when I got traded, I took a different mindset. It was like a, I had a, I had like this big chip on my shoulder. I felt like these folks kind of slapped me in my face because I got traded, but 
nobody told me. I had a roommate at the time, and I and he told me, you know what I'm saying, because he's watching the little sports center up there. So that's how I found out I even got traded, you know. <laughs> I'm in a room laying down, kind of like listening to some music or whatever, and he's like, you know, you got traded? I was like, no, nah, I don't know nothing about no trade. And as soon as he, as soon as he told me, to, I get a phone call. <laughs> like, yeah, you've been traded. I'm like, what? Yeah, all right, okay, well, cool. Dang. Yeah, man, that that business again. <laughs> yeah, that that business again. But like I said, man, we took that and used it to our advantage. And uh, when I got, I ended up getting traded to Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Right. And uh, I want to say the first game, the first game there. I didn't play. I think I was there for like four games. So the first game I did not play. And you know, I was just like, man, you know what, man, forget this, man. Like somebody you know, going into that next week of practice, oh y'all got to bump me up. And eventually they did. And each game from there, hundred some yards or just about in a in a tub or scoring every game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. What the, what the, no. like, like I said, they, they, they was using me too. Well, got in the end though, man, because after that, we know what happened. What happened then? So, so, this was, so is this one season? This is one season, right? Yup, and I end up lead, leading the league in kick return yards. So this is the 2009 or 2010 season, right? That's 2009. 2009. Lead the league in return yards, which is uh, a feat. Mm-hmm. That's right. Man, that's like that's probably that's the first time you've had that type of dialogue, where you you leading, where you you pick, you know, looking at the paper. Looking at the numbers, you are the man. Right, right. Like Nas say, you're the man. Hey, one of my favorite, man. One of my favorite. Right? That's still matters. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> so then, do you, how do you feel? How would you feel about, were you, at that time, were you thinking about possibly staying in Canada and just making Canada your destination. Me, yes. But uh with my agent, man, you know, the ultimate goal was to get to the NFL, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the big show, the big money. So, you know, you want to go to the highest level that you can. So that was pretty much it, you know. Mm-hmm. We got a chance to go back again. Let's try to go. So, you know, we started getting invites and stuff like that. But looking back on it, I could have stayed in Canada, you know, made a great living from it and everything, man. But that's not how it played out. Well, sir. Because, uh, yeah, we can't have <clears throat> – because even at the same time, had you stayed in Canada, you probably would have – had a, you probably would have somewhat as competitive as you are, maybe beat yourself up over it, saying, you know, why didn't I? Yeah. 
I wish that I would sure have in hind right. sight. So, so from that momentum, from gaining the league, uh, from leading the league, that then gets some eyes on you, some conversations right. happening. Was it was it phone calls? Was it text messages? Oh, I got some pager? calls. I got, I got got some phone calls and uh got some invites to some uh, workouts and uh. What was crazy was uh, the first one they had called was Seattle. Okay. But uh, we didn't take that one because, you know, my agent knew somebody from his hometown that was in the Texas organization. So we went down to Houston for a tryout. And I dropped one pass. I dropped one pass, and that's what didn't get me signed. One pass. Yeah, Houston? Yeah. Yep. I can't remember the guy's name, but me and him were battling that whole trial. And, uh, like I said, I ended up dropping one pass, so they ended up keeping him over me. Damn. All right, cool. So I ended up coming back home, and then I get a call from Dallas for a trial. And wow. Dallas was bringing me in, you know, because they had to see, you know, that I led the league in return yards and stuff like that. So they, they wanted a retirement. But, you know, I also play receiver too. So they brought me in, worked me out or whatever. And let's go back to somebody that we brought up before Chad. Chad was there. Chad Jackson. Dang. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. He's there. They're really looking at him. That's what they want. But I tell you how funny things work, right? <clears throat> they're they, they want Chad. You know what I'm saying? He's the first round draft pick, you know, stuff like that, man. Play, you know, started, stuff like that. So they're looking for him. They're they're looking for him to, you know, go ahead and do what he needs to do so they can sign him. They're just bringing me in for a workout with him. So, uh, me, I'm using Chad. Whatever he do, I got to do that and a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> every route that he's running, I'm running it. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm out of there. Like, every time I run a route, catch the ball, I'm not dropping nothing. And I'm giving you a 10-yard burst afterwards every play. I ain't just going to catch the ball because it's a little bit different. When you when you got some, some years in it, you know, and you know, they kind of know who you are. Kind of take it easy. Catch the ball. You know, kind of slow down. Shut the motor down. Hand the ball back or whatever. No. I'm catching it, and I'm showing that I can turn and get up the field. Full speed. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm doing this every single, every route that we're doing. I'm doing it. But here, here's the here's where, where it gets, where things change, right? <clears throat> It was somebody else going second, right? But that guy ended up kind of falling back behind. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, forget that, man. I'm ready. I'm jumping up to the line. Let's go. Let's run this route. He takes a knee one plate. One plate. Like, yo, I need to catch my breath. What? Hey, I'm up. Let's run this route. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I jump, I jump up there. So now I'm leading the pack. Who is this guy here? Who keep going first? 
who is this guy running these routes? Who is this guy with this speed going crazy like this? It's me. And I'm out there showing my behind. <laughs> showing my behind, Jay. Then uh they had like somebody somebody that they, they brought in, you know, for kicking. Hey, I do return too. Oh, you do? Yes, sir. Shoot down the field. Hey, kick that ball to me, man. I catch it. I'm getting you a burst again. Give you burst after burst after burst. All of a sudden, Jerry Jones walks outside. It's <laughs> like this wow. big glow around him or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because even though I'm not really just big on football like that, we know who Jerry Jones is. We all know who Jerry Jones is. Yes, sir. And he came up to me. He was like, man, how would you like to play for the Dallas Cowboys? I shook his hand. was like, yeah, sign me right now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> when they say no, oh, on the boondocks, ain't no need to deliberate. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Just do it. Sign me up right now. Right, hand me a pen. Yeah, man, right on the field. But the, but that's how that's how it ended up playing out, though, man. And that's how I ended up getting signed with Dallas, man. Wow. So then we went from all the way up north in Canada to now we right down, down south to the south. Welcome Some home. would call it the dirty <laughs> south. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so at right. uh, Dallas, man, like, you know, it's Kansas City has a lot of fans right now. Oh yeah, and rightfully so. They 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 earned every every last one of them. In, right. in 2007, it was a different, uh, it's a little bit different ball game, and to oh, play yeah. in the league at Kansas first. You know, there's there's there has to be something to fill in a certain vibe. Like when you play at a certain team, that it kind of gives you a little more plus five, plus ten motivation. And so to be at the such a historic team, you know, the America's team, the Cowboys. That's right. Whether whether you love them or hate them, it's still the Cowboys. Man, that's got to feel. Oh yeah. It's got to just feel satisfying. Yeah. But I don't think it really kicked in for me though. Oh, it didn't kick in for me off top. Because again, my mindset is I can't really I can't really focus on that. I know there's a job at, at hand that I got to work my way up. Like they don't they don't I've I I've been I've been through the process so many times now that I understand that this is business. You got a job to fulfill. So don't get caught up in the hype. You got to go out here and do what you got to do and earn your spot. So with that being said, when I was there, I was at the very bottom of the depth chart. That's when they had the, uh, drafted Dez Bryant first round. Mm. So they so they got Dez Bryant and, you know, Miles Austin, Patrick Creighton, uh, plenty of guys that they got, those that already been there, that they got money in and stuff like that. So even though I showed out at, at, at that trial, when it comes to practice and all that stuff now, I'm at the very bottom of the depth chart. Excuse me. Only, I'm, I'm only doing scout team stuff. So when it comes to, you know, the 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 first team, anything, I'm not seeing the field. <laughs> I'm not. They're not calling on me. You know what I'm saying? But as the time went on, you know, OTAs, training camp, stuff like that, man, I am busting my behind every day. Every day. Whether it's just in the weight room, 
conditioning, play, uh, when we got asked to go out there and start doing plays and stuff like that, man, I'm talking about, I'm giving it everything, everything, Jay. And I ended up, I ended up earning, I ended up earning that starting position. Ended up earning that starting position, man, going into the Hall of Fame game. That's the first game of that's the first game of every season. Yep. That's right. That's it, man. That's that's it, it don't get no that's the that's the pinnacle, man. Yeah. You got that star on you to that point? Right. Yeah, man. Kinda it kinda sit in then, especially knowing that. I really put the work in to be in this position, you know. I really put, I really, really put the work in to be in this position, and now, now that I'm, now, now that I'm at, now that I'm at that position, I'm thinking about everything else, you know. what I'm saying like what this star really represents, you know. Mm. And now this is the first televised game, and the very first person, me. I gotta represent. <laughs> right? Got to. You did that. The mud. Clean out that yeah, mud. Man. For sure. Uh, and it seems like every up. every every place I've been to, man, it's kinda like you may you get out that mud, you get out that mud just to kind of get through <laughs> back in that bad boy, see if you can come up out of it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, let's see you do it again. Man. The, the dog. The dog is in you, man. It's uh Yeah, man. It's tough because at the same time, especially by this time, as these years, you know, every year there's another draft. And there's some body 20, 21, 22 coming off of right. a Right, coming off of a national championship, coming off of a bowl win. That's right. These very public careers of of college football, and uh, people can still get, you know, they can still be there on that opening night, standing back to receive in a starting spot, having went and had a little bit of JUCO, had a little bit of. Ran a little track, do a little Canada, a little practice squad, you know, just uh, just use what's around you. Right. And, uh, That's right. Don't let, don't let the circumstance defeat you. My goodness. So, dang, now we in Dallas. Yeah. Can't, man. yeah. And, uh, man, I remember, I remember there would be some times when you would be living in, um, I remember one time you were living in you was in an extended stay. Yeah, I didn't doubt it. Yes, sir. This man ain't playing. You know what I gotta do, man. Absolutely. And uh boom, Dallas. So you spend a little bit of time with Dallas. Yeah, that was a, that was that was a fun time. 
That's got to be, man, to be able to be in the same conversations with and just uh, just the daily life. Uh, a good routine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a beautiful city, beautiful organization, man, beautiful facilities. Honestly, after I went there, man, I, I've been sold on just moving back there, man. <laughs> like, I, I enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed it. It's a great place to be. Great place to be. So, boom. Come down to Dallas. We play ball. We return. But uh, the road, it doesn't. Uh, the uh, the next episode, well, we switch it up. We spend our time at Dallas. And then what's next? Man, we had two little stints down there at Dallas, but uh, after that, man, it, it was, I think, uh, I really kind of dig a little bit deeper because uh, things started to kind of take its toll. And, you know, that dog, that dog gets a little bit tired. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> right. you know, you had to, you, got, you can still got to fight, but uh, I ended up coming out there to Vegas, man. I ended up coming out there to Vegas after that. Yes, sir. Remember, you come out to Vegas. That was the, the UFL, right? Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Yes, I sir. believe it was uh, eight teams. Yeah. Vegas uh, locos, <laughs> the locomotives. That's right, man. Thank God for them right. too, man. <laughs> right, making making it making a another way to continue to keep getting the check. I tell you what. Oh, oh, uh, what? We'll say right. that. I disagree with you right now, but I guess when we do it, man, then nah, you know, hey, I'll spill the beans on that. <laughs> Boy, that was that was that was quite the experience, though. Oh, Lord. oh man! Yeah, I remember. Right uh, this is like at this point, it's uh, 2012, 2013. Yeah, twelve. Yeah. Oh boy, boy! I'll never forget that. <laughs> Ooh, boy, Las Vegas locum locos. I remember I took yeah, you to practice man. one time. Uh, Y'all practicing down in Henderson. Yeah, man. But it, it, if you just really knew like what I was going, what I was going on before I got there. Oh man, Jay. Mm. You had to have some balls, man. Some, have some balls and some fight in you, man. For real. Sometimes that's all that's that's all we got. Sometimes it's true, man. What can it's you uh, what can you be the best at today? You know, that's right. <clears throat> Whether it's catching, running, 
talking living. But that was a short stay. I remember, uh, I think you also led the league in Las Vegas re- return. Yeah, receiving. It was okay. a receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember we went to the club one time in Las Vegas. We went to this uh, yeah. place called Insert <laughs> Points. And you, your, your ID, I think, was uh, expired. And so we used the newspaper clip. <laughs> yeah, I was in that bad boy sleep, boy. I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were knocked out, boy. Yeah. Exhausted. Playing, but, but I had fun though, man. And made it even better, man. My, my, my boy was out there with me, man. So I was able to kick it with him, man. Yeah, had been, been some, had been some, been some times, you know, since we had to kick it together, too. So, yeah, it been like oh, uh, 10 years. Enjoyed that. But, like 10 yes. Well, before then, because we really we, we, we kicked it uh, when I came down there with Carolina, well, mm-hmm. a little bit, and then we got to to kick it again. When I was in Vegas playing ball too, so <laughs> that was that, that was cool though. Yeah, it was a good time. And then uh, I remember you had showed me uh, you had showed me in the newspaper. It was in the on the same sports page in the Las Vegas newspaper. It showed the outcome of you doing well in the game, and then it also showed that uh, another receiver. For the Jets had got hurt. You remember that? No, I don't. Oh, but in the Vegas paper? Yeah, it was like in a paper. It was in something. Well, those two things that either happened in the same week or the same day. Man, I don't even remember. I could be tripping. I mean, I, I remember a newspaper clipping from Vegas though, because uh. I want to say I got a picture of that. I think I got a picture of it when I when uh I had broke this tackle and scored, but uh oh I don't remember. Oh 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 okay okay okay. So it had to be uh when I had then got the uh the invite to come up there for New York and try out because I know one of the receivers did get hurt. One of the draft picks end up getting hurt mm. so yeah okay right there we go right so that really uh was uh some ominous some self-fulfilling prophecies so yeah, then man. the thing you know like for you're on a plane again Once going again. to a tryout again yes sir and by then, what year is this? This is uh, in 2012. Yeah, it's in 2012. So I went to New York. Yeah, I went to, uh, what, the, the season ended up there in Vegas, what, uh, October? Yeah. I went home for, it was the end of October, then I went home for November, and then December 10th or 12th, I was in uh, New York. Wow. This is five yeah. years straight of busting your butt you know yeah man five years straight of staying with with keeping a check coming you know what i mean at the just even at that oh yeah some people could have could have already hung it up and uh you know got a different haircut got a job start getting a little husky 
start getting a little comfortable, start enjoying life. Nothing wrong with it. Right. <laughs> and let's be, be very clear. That I don't check all them chicks wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the best now. <laughs> a lot of them chicks wasn't, weren't, weren't the best, man. You had to make do with what you had now. Absolutely, because I know people think that uh, they think that stars, or they think that uh, the players, are just uh, loaded. You know, they're just everybody's rich, living in a, in a crib style lifestyle, driving a daggum McLaren. Yeah, that's not the case. I had me a '93 Chevy Caprice. Yes, sir, you did. <laughs> they were clean. Hey, I just ride that bad boy everywhere. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, free. everywhere. I tell you a funny story. When I was in Dallas, man, I tried to uh, I went I went to the club one night, man, with a couple players, man, and uh, you know, me not really knowing the land, you know, I had to follow them. So you got guys pull off at Lamborghinis and stuff like that, man, and they jump on the highway, man, and that gutted in my Capri boy, about blew my motor. <laughs> hey, man, I got to chill out with all this all this activity, man. <laughs> Well, I was in the place to be, though. You better That's believe it. that. Step on that thing, you'll still there. be like, la, 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 la. yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. I'll tell you what, there is a, there is, no, there is no mountain that has only one side. That's right. That is right, man. Chance on the end, Jay. <laughs> real. Because uh, especially by this time, you and me, there there are people that we know who 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 went the, uh, the 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 way of going to a big school, being a draft pick, and receiving that workload, jumping into the mix, and a lot of them at this point have already uh, taken it in. You know, yeah, they have came, contributed, and now it's a uh, life after football. Right. And here you are still getting it in. And now we in New York. New York. Yeah, man. New York City. You must have showed out at that tryout, man. What was Oh for sure. When you when you had when you do these tryouts, do you have like a like a ritual or like a No man down to get ready for these? <clears throat> You're here for a reason, man. Handle your business. I try to keep it real simple. If I if, if I start to over you know put put other thoughts into the mix, I'm gonna overthink it. I don't want to do that and mess up nothing. You here for a reason. Do what you got to do. Let's get it done. That's that. That's that. All I need some nice little some nice music that I enjoy. You know, I say my prayers. Make sure you know I I, I get my proper rest. And when it's showtime, it's showtime. Ain't no turning back now, you're here. So what you gonna do with it? Right. Right. Yes, sir. Cause that say right talk. when the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. Man. So you jump out New York, what try out, what do they have you do? They have you run some uh some run some routes, run some drills? Oh man, man, plenty of them, man. Plenty of drills, man. I did a lot that day. <clears throat> but they have you showing up like early in the morning, like six a.m., ready to go. Nah, uh, more so, like, uh, more so like about eight or nine. I say around, I say around about nine. You know, you put you up in a nice little hotel, man. You kind of chill. They have somebody come pick you up, bring you up to the facility. 
talk to a couple people and you know it's like hey you ready yeah <laughs> let's do it <laughs> you and a couple other guys out there you know what i'm saying that they trying to work out or whatever because they're never going to just bring you in by yourself they're going to bring one or two other guys in there for sure but uh it's basically man shoot may the best man win now <laughs> so you know go run your route make sure you catch everything man and like I said, man, give them that little extra sauce at the end, man. Turn up the field, man, and give them that burst. That's it. And they, 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 like, they like to see that, you know. So once I did that, man, shoot, you know, I was there. I was there from that day on. From, from that day I tried out, shoot, I ain't go back home. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> That's got to be a good feeling. Yeah, man, I was, I was, I was, I wasn't prepared though. I, I can tell you that much. <laughs> I was not prepared. I ain't had no clothes or nothing, man. I thought I was just going for a workout that was gonna fly me back home. You know, bring me in next year for OTAs or something. No, 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 no. We need you here now for practice squad. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. That's even better. That's even better, man. You know, hey, I give me a check. I can go buy me some underwear, and some socks, and stuff. Now, let's go. We'll make it work now. Go watch these bad boys out. Why these ain't drawn over and over again? We'll make it work. <laughs> do what we gotta do, Jay. <laughs> For real, oh, man. man. I ain't mad at that, man. You gotta give <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna make it happen now. We're gonna make it happen. Right. Leave that. And so how soon did you start practicing then? Shoot, the very next day. <laughs> Shoot. I'm telling you, it was it was, okay. it was, it was go time, man. It was go time from now. You were sitting back there putting tying your cleats, getting it, getting your ankle tape. Yeah, man. Just put this work in. Practice jersey, what kind of practice jersey they got? They look good. Yeah, you know, just just, just a typical, you know, little white and green. There you go. That's got to be something. What no? At this point, what number were you? Uh, maybe eight or three. I don't even remember, man. I had so many different numbers. Just, right. Shoot. I lost track. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of them. Uh, at this point, you know, it's, it's, it's not very, it's real common uh, for other people, other players that, that have your similar path. Uh, they definitely have to put some, some miles in and do a little bit of traveling to stay in the game. Yeah. People are having to move to a lot of teams in a short amount of time. So then, boom, you're here at the Jets. Who was the quarterback you guys had at the Jets at that time? Sanchez, Mark Sanchez. Mm, okay. Classic New York. Yes, sir. Man. That's right. So you got you uh, you able to get some burn at a uh, receiver? Yeah, uh, they was actually finna uh, play me the last game of the season, but then uh, end up end up changing their mind. You know, they was just gonna try to you know give me an opportunity to see what I can do in the game in the game situation, but they end up mm -hmm. kind of folding on that one, man. So it was all good. Absolutely, I wasn't I take that back. I was tripping, man. Once I found out what I could have got paid, man, I started tripping bad. I'm like, man, what? Come on, bro. 
can't even lie like that, man. I, I, I got kind of hot afterwards. But no, so I didn't find out until, you know, after the season was over with. Like, yeah. Well, after the game was over with, basically. Like, yeah, you could have got paid this much just for this one game. I was like, what? I would have told him, yeah, I know everything. <laughs> I know everybody's position. Just put me out there. I got it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, man. Man. That's got to be nuts. And so, boom. New York Jets. And that was a. Uh, 13. 2013. 2012, 2013. Boom. And that was, uh, that was it. Was that it? That was it, right? Yes, sir. Put. In a solid, solid resume from 2007, 2013. I don't think you really sat out a one season. No, not really. No, you was on somebody's field making a play at the highest level, leading the league again and again. And and, and the thing with practice team. Is it's like you know if you got a sh- if you got a sword or one of them Ginsu knives, you got to have a, a nice grinding stone to keep that right. knife sharp. You know, that's right. And so if the practice squad is on point, it's just going to make the offense on point, the defense on point, the special teams on point. Because then that's right. It's you, you're giving people you you're giving people a good look. And in the regular public, it, it, it's, it's, it, it might be frowned upon if somebody's on practice squad or something. But practice right. squad, man, when, when a team can really – if a team is not getting a good look by the practice squad, they're going to go out there on Sunday, Monday, or Saturday, shoot, even Thursday. That's right. And they go <laughs> – and when, and when they feel that hit from that other team – because that person is not their friend and that person wants to win, it's gonna it's gonna take a couple, it might take a quarter or two to finally be able to pull that dog out of them, you know? Oh yeah. But if they used to, to somebody burning them deep in practice squad, uh th- th- those safeties are gonna be ready. They're gonna be on their horse instead of right. getting caught back there flat foot. And so to still to still be able to get, keep getting signed, man. It ain't no, it, 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 it's no, right? It's, it's no, it's no uh, coincidence. Luck has left the chat. Right. That's, That's right. right. And so because of that, you said, um, you mentioned to me that you have uh, three-dimensional training. Is this foundation that you've put together from your experiences where sure. you help to develop student-athletes uh, from the young age all the way up to even current NFL athletes, uh, 3DT, sure. three-dimensional training. Um, tell me a little bit about 3D, 3DT. Well, 3DT, like you said, is uh, three-dimensional training. And it's really just here to kind of mentor young kids, you know, help them develop from a young age going until they're teens and young adult age, you know, and uh, what brought, what brought the idea was 
from my own experiences, <clears throat> some of others, you know, that I know or, or just seen firsthand, well, it's really just to help, you know, and kind of give back to move, to move our young men forward, you know, right. with a lot of student athletes, man, we don't really, I'm not, well, it's a different age and time now, you know, with social media, you know, and having so, you know, so much kind of information that you can go find, you know, at the press of, at the press of a button, but it's nothing like that one-on-one conversational interaction, you know, have someone that you can actually talk to that that has experienced it, you know, it can give you some insight, they can give you the game to help you propel and move forward, you know, or just have the right mindset, the right kind of fight in you and the proper tools in place, you know, to help you move forward with it. So that's that, that's really that's really what I what I what I what I put together with this. So yeah, because uh, to help whoever we can. Yeah, I feel that because kids always have uh, they have something to help them in place with school. There's always a, a right. counselor at a high school. There's a, a, a counselor or academic counselor and tutors at the colleges. But um, right. there's not much mentorship outside of the sport. Um, granted, co- there's, there's, there's relationships that, that they have with coaches, but it seems that um, at some ages, there needs to be a, a mentor in place where it's somebody who has done what the, what the child or what the student athlete trying to do. Right. And not only that, man, just, you know, just having life, life experiences, period, because you never just want no student athlete just to be sold on just the athletic part, you know, because let's be real, not every student athlete goes to that next level. And if you have nobody in place to kind of, you know what I'm saying, help them along the way, mentor them, coach them, teach them, you know, about different situations, man, like they could lose themselves and not, you know, and kind of get stuck in and kind of get stuck in a box to a degree, man. So, you know, we try to eliminate all of that and just, and, and, and first and foremost, just, just help them personally, personally and life-wise, you know what I'm saying? And with with the athletic part, you know, put the work in, and if you got it, you got it. Everything else is gonna fall into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that it seems because even when if there's an athlete in the physical, you know, somebody can be fast, somebody can uh, be explosive, someone can be right. trained, you know, taught those things. But to uh, for the person's mind to stay strong when there's a, you know, when there's no helmet and shoulder pads on, um, that's what really, that's what, what really is, is kind of being missed. Right. Um, and I think I that's why. I a quick story. Go yeah. ahead. I mean, go ahead. I want to hear this story. <laughs> no, obviously I'll just give you a quick story, man, of someone, someone we both know. <clears throat> Not going to mention the name, but. Okay. Great athlete, man. Great athlete. I can't even say it enough, Jay. 
great athlete, man. But they didn't they, they didn't get to that part, you know, like after high school, like they didn't go to college and play ball. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you know, I know I know for a fact that, you know, it wasn't nobody to to really talk to a counselor, you know what I'm saying, this individual. Cause it it was times where, you know, when I went to uh when I went to Concordia, right? I reached out to him. And I was like, yo, like, bro, like I know, I know you I know you got it. Just come down here with me for this one semester, man. Let's do this, bro. Let's do, let's go try something different. Yeah. They didn't had they didn't have that fight. They didn't have that fight. And not having that fight, man, like their life went down, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it went down a crazy road, you know, and sometimes you got to really think about, like, all the choices we make, you know what I'm saying, determine the outcome of our lives, you know. I felt like, you know, it was an opportunity, so I tried to present it to him as well because I, I praised him so much, you know what I'm saying, to big them up, like, yo, I, I know somebody that got what I got in me. I know, I know somebody that got it, you know what I'm saying, but when I when I present the opportunity to him, you know what I'm saying, they had been through so much. You know, it was gone. And to see that, you know, and some of the things that we went through, that also goes back to why, you know, the whole 3D, the whole 3DT thing is, is even was even created because sometimes we need, sometimes we need somebody, you know what I'm saying, to kind of like hear us out, to talk to us, you know what I'm saying? Or, that we can talk to not just about the sport True. and it, and it, and, it's, and, it, and it's really going you know keep everything in perspective man and kind of kind of keep you together because like like we said earlier life going at you and if you're not mentally strong you could be strong as an ox physically but if you're not mentally strong it'll break you and when it gets to the point where Broken, it's hard to it's hard from that. Very hard to bounce back from that. I agree. It's a a lot of things can be avoided if uh, you got somebody that can see ahead a little bit, you know, because because being right. with, with the young kids, like a a suit shoot. I mean, you see these kids junior high school, and you can clearly see that this is still a kid by 100% all means, but this this kid is greatly more athletic than everybody else on the field. And at this point, all that needs to be done is just to keep their their mental health stable. Right. And throughout the, the, the junior high school and high school process, and this will be a D1 scholarship. Easy. No problem. Yep. Right. <clears throat> right and uh even on a last chance university i saw that uh there was some players i can't think of the, the player in particular i think his name was malik he he had a, a sports psychologist um and so there are athletes that are seeking that, that are benefiting from having an ongoing relationship with uh mentors right and that's huge man because uh, 
everybody always know somebody from back home who should have played here, who could have played here, who could have played in the league. You know, they, they all got that homeboy that can still jump on the dang trunk of the car, <laughs> flat-footed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, yeah, so we just got to just have these people to just to be able to connect. That's right. And so you, um, man, that's great. 3DT, get involved, man. Titus Ryan, it's been a pleasure, dog. Man, pleasure's all mine, bro. So, so tell me, what's your game plan? What's uh, what's on your mind from here in 2022? You know, just what's uh. As uh, you know, like Larry June said, you know, it's a nice day. I'm sipping tea and I'm reading, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, of course, you know, doing things of that nature, man, and just you know, just trying to become more, just trying to just trying to learn more, seek more knowledge, man, and evolve. You know, give back and and continue to just move forward, man. You know, come stagnant, like, man, and get caught up in, you know what this person doing or that person doing, man, you know, you really just have to continue to move forward, man, because like they say, tomorrow's not promised. So while you're here, man, do all you can, man, and have the right intent behind what you're doing. And oh, put your yeah. best foot forward every day, man. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Titus Ryan, what's your, what's your, what's your Instagram if anybody wants to, Jump in more of the mix. Is what, what's your Instagram? Okay, it's uh Titus underscore Ryan eighty six. If I'm not mistaken, Titus might underscore, underscore might be or is it underscore eighty six. Is is Titus Ryan? Good? Yeah, it's, it's one yeah. of the two. Not T- really just T- too savvy on it, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, it's there though. Yes, sir. That's right, Titus Ryan eighty six. Underscore eighty six. That's right. Athlete is only as a a champion is first a champion in the mind before the season. Before uh, one snap is played, it is uh, it is made in the mind, and the body follows in the season. That's right. Man, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. This has been. This has been Get It Out the Mud. How to continue to stay at the top of your game and whatever you're doing, regardless of the circumstances that are surrounding you. This has been my guest, Titus Ryan, NFL alumni, hometown homeboy, good friend since our teenage years, man. That's right. Hit that subscribe button. Here, find out more about Titus Ryan. Hear how more. Here, how much more you can get out of your life. I tell you what, let's get it. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day.